Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. And once again, welcome back to the program. Jeff, good morning, sir. Good morning, Terry. Hey, uh, today we are going to be talking about the SECURE Act. I know last week on the episode we kind of teased our listeners what we're going to be doing today, and so let's jump right on in. Sure. So as part of the Tax Act that was signed in late December of 2019 was the SECURE Act, which made a lot of changes to 401k plans, IRAs, and made changes that helped smaller employers set up a plan. So although this bill was originally passed by the House back in May of 2019, it wasn't actually passed till the Senate until later in the year. So, you know, we have a list of topics, Terry, so why don't we just kind of go through those topics? So it looks like the required minimum distribution age has now changed. It has. And this is one of the things that they really talked about a lot. And, you know, currently, or as of 2019, you had to start taking out minimum required distributions when you reached the age of 70 and a half. That age has now moved up to 72. So, you know, although this doesn't affect people that are currently 70 and a half, it only affects those turning 70 and a half in 2020. So in other words, if you turned 70 and a half in January of 2020, you do, not, you do now not have to take your required minimums okay. out till you're 72. So can people still contribute to their IRAs later in life? This was another one that you know I kind of understood but really didn't understand. Um, when In the past, when somebody turned 70 and a half, they could no longer put money into their IRA, even if they were still working. And as you know, I mean, people are working longer and longer into their right. lives, whether it's a part-time job or whatever. So what the new rules now say is, hey, it doesn't matter what your age is. As long as you're still working, you can put money into an IRA if you want to. Interesting. So, you know, that really, those are the two big things that happen with the IRA side of it. Um, so maybe let's talk a little bit about 401ks. Okay, so with the new rules, uh, more people will be able to participate in a 401k, correct? Right. So the way the rules used to be is you really had to be a, a full-time employee in order to be able to participate in, a, in an employer's 401k plan. And what that was doing is that was limiting a lot of people. And so what the IRS, what the government really wants people to do is save for their retirement. So they expanded the rules to say, you know, if you're working part-time and you work at least 500 hours over the a year for the last three consecutive years and you're 21 years or older, you can now participate in your employer's 401k plan. Now, the one thing is, is you can participate in it. The employer does not have to give you a match though, but you can still participate, which okay. is always a good thing. So what about the 401k plans that have automatic enrollment? Yeah, this is another one where the IRS basically said, you know, if we leave it up to the employees, they may or may not want to contribute to their IRA or to their 401ks. So employers can now, when they hire a new employee, they can automatically set up a payroll contribution of up to 15% of the employee's salary without even asking them. So, you know, a lot of times that's done or it's talked about in the initial meetings when you have it with the employees. So the employee can definitely opt out of it. It's, it's not, uh, not required by any means. But the other nice thing is for an employer setting up a new plan or setting up some of these automatic features, there's tax credits available. Interesting. So employers can also band together uh, to set up a 401k plan, correct? Right. So setting up and administering a 401k plan can be pretty expensive and really cost prohibitive for a small business. So the IRS now allows what's called a pooled employer plan, 
which allows a whole bunch of different companies to get together and pool all their resources to pay for the fees and things like that. Prior to this, it had to be related companies, uh, but now you can have unrelated companies that uh, all set up. And it has to be set up by your 401k administrator um, or a financial services company. The one thing that this, um, the way that the law changed that was nice is the reason why people may not have wanted to do this in the past is because they always had the bad apple, which means if, if one mm. of the companies that was with you mm. kind of did things wrong, your whole plan was it shot. impacts everybody. And now it doesn't. So that's really nice too. So lastly here, let's talk about investment options. Yeah, so you know, when we look at our parents' generations and, and sometimes even our generations, we had access to pension plans and those have gone away. And uh, so everything is pretty much, if you wanna have your own retirement, you have to self-fund it. This brings it closer to the old pension days. What it allows investment um, and 401ks to do is to set up annuities inside of the 401k so that employees can have that, that guaranteed stream of income. Now the fees are a little bit higher, but there's certain people that really need that guaranteed sure. stream of payments. Jeff, a lot of great information each and every week here on the program for those listeners that would like to connect with Hawkins Ash CPAs. How do they do that? You can follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. And we'll talk to you next week. This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at hawkinsashcpas.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.